Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Always a good time talking about Rookie of the Year, Eddie Awards. We tried to predict them before the year, and obviously we failed, so now we're going to check in as the year went on. And that's exactly what we did with Sam Dykstra of MLB Pipeline. Check out the entire Sam Dykstra interview at the Baseball Isn't Boring page, uh, channel, all of it. You can check that out. That was last week. Sam was excellent. And one of the things we talked about, along with a lot of prospects that are coming up, we talked about who he thought would win Rookie of the Year. Nobody knows this stuff about these guys who are fresh out of the minor leagues better than Sam. And I like talking about it because I like the conversation. And you have Josh Young and Masa Yoshida both at plus 10, the two favorites for the American League Rookie of the Year. Next up, Hunter Brown, a guy that you're going to hear Sam talk about a little bit more, but some really interesting names after that. Royce Lewis has entered the conversation. Taj Bradley, obviously the Tampa Bay Rays starter. Bryce Miller, you know him from the Seattle Mariners, got off to a huge, huge start. Zach Neto, a guy who was drafted just last year. He's at plus 7,500. A little bit of a long shot in the American League. In the National League, it's really shaping up to be fascinating because right now, Corbin Carroll is the favorite at plus 300. But but, but, let's check back on this in a week or so about where Ellie, our guy, Ellie Dela Cruz is. He's at plus 750. I mean, it's a two-horse race, it seems like, according to, at least according to the FanDuel odds. But Francisco Alvarez is an interesting one with Mets. Matt McClain also. Kodai Senga. I don't know why he's so low. I mean, he's sort of been dealing lately, plus 350. But, and, of course, Bobby Miller. But right now, Corbin Carroll... Ellie Dela Cruz, those are the two favorites. 
Don't take my word for it. Talk to Sam Dykstra or listen to Sam Dykstra. He knows about these guys much more than I do. Here you go. Baseball isn't boring on the go. All right. So we did this when you popped on the podcast in spring training. I think I asked for your rookie of the year prediction, and I can't remember who you answered, but I'm going to give you a second go round of this. Um, you know these guys, these rookies better than anybody, and I'm just looking at some of the, some of the names right now. Um, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sully your opinion with 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 me rattling off a bunch of names. For you, give me give me your uh, your pick to click when it because I don't think there's unless I'm missing some. I don't think I'm there's like a runaway guy right now. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I'm still looking at the American League, National League. Eh, okay. Anyway, I, actually, National League there might be one coming to the surface right now. Um, but go ahead. What do you got? Rookie of the year, so, National League, American League. So I think the National League is going to be more fascinating to me because it comes down to right now, Corbin Carroll and Francisco Alvarez. Yes, yes, yes. All right, good. I'm going to work. No, I'm you're, 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 yeah, you, know, you know, but here's the thing. Here's the thing is that I immediately saw Alvarez and I'm like, because he's getting a lot of buzz lately and everyone's, he's on this tear and everything. And then you forget I, I kind of forgot that Corbin Carroll's a rookie, and, and obviously he was only up a brief time, but he got the big contract, and he's sort of like the centerpiece. And um, and having watched him play, like he is like such a dynamic player, and and I'm I'm happy that that he got this contract and just hasn't like been overwhelmed by it. Um, right. I remember, so we were we were sitting in the dugout the other day, and one of the Red Sox players looks over, is like, oh, there, there he is, like he's like. The guy, you know, 20 years old, whatever, $200 million, whatever it is. He's like, I tell you what, if I was that young and made that much money, I'd be insufferable. I'm like, <laughs> like you know what? You aren't alone. You are not alone. But anyway, Alvarez, and I think you're on the money. I think Alvarez and Corbin Carroll at the top of the list. Yeah. I mean, Carroll uh, was my preseason favorite. It was a lot of people's preseason favorites coming into the year for NL Rookie of the Year. Speed, that's top to scale. Um I think it's almost been a little surprising to me how well the power is played to this point where he's like slugging around 500. It's always been in there and he's had some good numbers in the minors, but he plays at some really hitter friendly parks in double A AA and triple A. So you take that with massive grains of salt, but the way it's playing right now has been really good. And somebody who plays really good defensively at, in the outfield, uh, he's always going to be somebody who you're going to look up and it's going to be like a five, six win player at the end of the year. Cause there's just so many components that go into him. Whereas Alvarez, he's been a really good framer, and he surprised many people in the in- industry with how his framing uh, has looked so far with the Mets, because that's always been his biggest draw drawback, I should say. Uh, but his power is what makes him, for us, a top three prospect coming into the year. The fact that it's playing like it has so far, and Buck Showalter finally yeah. came out of the ninth spot in the lineup, which was insane. But isn't are the Mets the perfect example of what we're talking about? Of like you, at some point you just have to pull the trigger, and finally they do it with Beatty. You know they they do it with a couple other guys, and like okay, you know it's okay, it's okay. You can lean on these guys because your other guys aren't as good. Yeah, and I almost wonder how much of there's a disconnect between the front office and the manager office there because like they can call those guys up, but it's on Buck Showalter to put them in the lineup, mm-hmm. and it seems like his mo is always we'll get a guy here, we'll get him comfortable, and then we'll slowly work him in. But, like, Beatty was the hottest AAA hitter going when he was called up. He should have been instantly inserted in the offense to give them a spark. 
Mark Vientos was really hot to begin the year too. He should be getting more playing time. I mean, I know they have a lot of veterans on that staff, but these young guys that they have coming up and already on the team should be getting ample playing time and prominent spots in the batting order. Mm-hmm. All right. So who is so you're sticking with Carol? You're going to stick with Carol? Let's stick with Carol. I'm going to stick with Carol. Yeah, all right. There it's you between go. those two, but I'm going to stick with Carol. All right. It's, all right. That a boy. Still the favorite. There you go. All right. So American League, um, I have my pick right now. Who do you got? Uh, for the American League, and this is this one's not as exciting, I think. Like when you look at who's <laughs> the, the candidates, which is really sad to say, I get it. Uh, but my pick would probably be Hunter Brown. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Uh, sure. He's got a three-one-two ERA right now. He's striking out at least a batter an inning. It's stuff that really works. We kind of thought he might be a reliever, but only because the Astros rotation was so loaded. Now they're dealing with a few injuries. He's getting starter. You know, he's every appearance he's made has been a start. Um, he's starting to work deeper into games. It's just a pitch mix that I think is sustainable. Like this isn't a, a rookie getting lucky in a way. Like I'm really fascinated to see how Bryce Miller keeps going as guys know, Hey, just search for the fastball. Yeah. Sit on the fastball. Hunter Brown's a deeper pitch mix. Uh, and with the Astros always in contention, he's always going to be getting attention. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm again, sur- there's some other names I could throw out, but like I think he's at I'm, least the leader in the. I'm right surprised, now. Josh Young. No, no, no. He was going to be my number two. Okay, all right. Eleven home runs, eight thirty-seven OPS on a good team. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could definitely come down between those two guys. And you're right. I mean, I, normally my preference is to give it to position players because they're yeah. playing every day. Yeah, and they have more opportunities to change the narrative. Hunter Brown has a bad start; he has to sit around for four days. Josh Young could go zero for four one day, and but I tell you what, you, we, you know, this is another. This is the Bryce Miller podcast, but like Bryce Miller, he, <laughs> if he continues to do what he's doing, he's going to win it. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, well, yeah, and then obviously you have your sheet is in the mix. Um, yeah, Taj which, Bradley for the Tampa Bay Rays. Taj Bradley, yeah, Taj Bradley. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.